0: K-E-P-X presents a Levine Media Production. This is Dignity Leadership with hosts Brooke Coleman and Rich Levine.
1: So it's been a hot minute. It's been a month since our last episode, Brooke. So how have Mm. you been? I've been all right. Just all right
2: just all right no actually I'm, I'm pretty good
1: you know that's one of my one of my deals I do right I ask people how they are and I try to get them out of their rut because everybody usually says how are you fine no are you really fine so you're answering with honesty I like it thank you it's good so you remember um, a couple months ago we did our very first show for 2022 I do and you brought up this idea of the toolbox yes I did that was a pretty cool story so how's your toolbox how's it going
2: it's a great question. Thanks for asking.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
2: Um, my toolbox is pretty good. I think I've added some tools lately. Like
1: mm-hmm. uh, give us an example.
2: So big learning curves. Um, I've been taking some classes, learning some things and here I'm going to, I'm going to put something in my toolbox that probably is not expected, but I had to add an extra dose of humility to that toolbox recently. It has been a hard couple of months.
1: Well, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. So continue. Go on.
2: Well, I think with that dose of humility, here's what came about it, though. And this is huge for me. This is, I mean, you know, you know yourself, you're growing, you want to be good at certain things, but sometimes it takes more than one try. And if you're a recovering perfectionist, and I know people use that all the time, and truly, I I don't even know what that is. I mean, I think for each person, you know, there's their own definition. For me, it was, you just cannot fail. You've got to be in that top five within your class, you know, or whatever it is. You've got to pass at any cost. Um, well, I might have failed my first class in my life.
1: But were you, but were you set up for failure? Cause you, when I know I was the situation, set up for, you know,
2: but I, well, I, okay. twofold though. You know, part of it is adult learning is different than when yes. you're in your, you know, 18, fresh out of high school and you're going back to school. So I'm going, I'm getting my master's right now and, and, you know, learning so many amazing things, but I'm working, you know, life happens. Life is yep. different at this age. Um, and I think for me, the learning tool was, I still need to be able to balance to a certain degree. There is something to recognizing your, your limits. And I think that's where the humility came in. I did have to take a step back and go, you know what I have learned. Let me, let me make that clear. I've learned so much and there's still more to learn. And I will be taking this class again.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. learning your limits is a good piece and you can understand what, how far you can go with your boundaries. And so, you know, when you've come up to those boundaries and when you got to stop at them. Right. So another piece that I want to talk about, and you're saying you've grown and you and I talked about this on that very first show and it was how our how our friendships have grown. Mm -hmm. And I talked about how I bring my friends to hang out with you and you bring your friends to hang out with us. But what's been really cool is that thing is blending together. Your friends are now my friends. My friends are your friends. And we were just sitting down the other night and we were just talking about this at happy hour. It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was, it was fun. It's kinda cool to see that group meld. Different personalities, you know?
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna surprise you today and bring a friend on.
2: Oh, tell We're me more. Talk.
1: No, 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 no. We can't get... Just slow your horses down a little bit. We got a little farther to go. I want to know how you're doing on your New Year's resolutions.
2: Oh, man. Okay. So, it doesn't everybody start out the year, you're going to drink a ton of water, <laughs> eat only vegetables, and exercise? Mm. Here's the thing. I have tried out some really cool exercises. I went bouldering for the first time recently, and it was hard, and it was fun. Um, took my first bar class also hard. Was is it's that super a, fun. Is,
1: you drink in that a, a bar class?
2: It's a bar class. Yeah. So there's a bar that you can hold on to. And I bet you could probably <laughs> balance a drink right there as well. It's a skill.
1: What is bouldering?
2: <laughs> Excellent question. Thank you. Um, it's like
1: bowling, but different
2: <laughs> with a D at the end. <laughs> no, bouldering is rock climbing. To a certain degree. I, I Now, there's going to be somebody out here that's like, that is not what it is because I'm an expert and I know what it is. I am not. I did one class. But it's indoors. So these are indoor gyms that have all of these different levels and, and stuff that are built out. And you're just going in and and practicing that skill set and building. For me, it was upper body strength. And, that's pretty cool. And you're meeting people. I met six new people. It was awesome, you know, just really cool people to hang out with. So,
1: bouldering is a networking opportunity.
2: Mm, It sure is.
1: I mean, everything could be a networking opportunity if we look at it from the right lens. Mm -hmm. To anyone wondering, I'm not on the show, by the way. I'm just a producer,
3: so... That's
1: all good. Where'd that voice come from? We got Kevin E, the Monster Millennial, in the house. He's gonna join us. We're gonna have him come on, too, at the end of the show, because it's part of what we're doing. So this year, we got the new format. We're doing the intro. So we're dragging everybody out. Come on. Get to the point. So today, we're gonna try to talk about active listening. There's the surprise. And if Ah. you remember... So we're a few months into the year, right? Uh And. And I got to work on that. That's one thing I noticed. I got to the say, let's talk I gotta about stop. I got to stop with the right. I say right too often.
2: Well, I just interrupted you. And so I would like to point out that that is not, that's not active listening. And I wasn't letting you finish. I was thinking about a conversation we had had earlier and I got really excited. It tends to happen. Um, so I was going to ask you about your listening and clearly I'm the one that, that <laughs> probably needs to listen a little well, bit more.
1: <laughs> well, so here's, here's the plan. And we mentioned it. I said on the, that very first show of the year that I wanted to work on listening because yes. we went around. I called you out. I outed you, if you remember. I said, hey, it's only fair if yeah. you get back at me and you said, yeah, you need to work on listening. I mean, it was it was all around the room. We talked about it. But if we go back to what we talked about in that first show, we said, hey, grab our podcast. You can listen to it once a month. we got new shows out and we're going to talk about a different topic every month. So if you are struggling to find what you want to work on, use our podcast. So here we are. We're a few months into the year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't And this is your first show. Go back, rewind, start over. But we're going to talk about active listening today. Mm -hmm. Um, And you had mentioned something, too, and you said um, life is not linear. You remember that when you mentioned that on the last show? I do. So we got to ride the roller coaster, right?
2: Yeah, always. Yeah.
1: And so here we are. We're riding the roller coaster. You're bouldering. Is bouldering riding a roller coaster?
2: Uh, Oh yeah. It is not linear. (laughs) It's not linear at all. Yeah. It's definitely a roller coaster. It's awesome. And you're taking, you're taking risks, right? I would say if you're doing it cautiously, you're taking calculated risks. Can you fall? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, isn't that life? Like you can try to be as careful as you can be. Will you still have stumbling blocks? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you learn from them hopefully something changes as you look at whatever that was in front of you so that you can look at whatever you know whatever your next step is
1: so with today's show active listening
2: mm-hmm.
1: in 30 to 45 minutes mm-hmm. by the time we get our guest on get her introduced get her through and we go to our learning prompt, i'm gonna have active listening down pat <laughs> i'm gonna master it in 30 mastered minutes. in 30 <laughs> seconds
2: or less okay
1: which we talked about that that's not gonna happen but anyway so i gotta tell you yeah. um so Heather's our guest. She's gonna like, come on. I'll do a full bio here Awesome. In a okay. But anyway, I was hanging out with her and her significant other. And we actually went out to dinner a couple times. And then we went to Fredericksburg. And Ooh, it was fun. incredible. We had a blast. My wife might have got a little tipsy on that one. I, that's another story for another show. But we were sitting and we were talking. And we went this whole weekend and just hanging out, having fun. And it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So on Sunday, we go to brunch. Mm-hmm. And we had to wait uh, two hours, I think, to get in. It was forever. Oh my goodness. So we, it was worth it, though. It was an awesome brunch. Mm-hmm. But we, um, so we grabbed a couple of Bloody Marys, we got the tailgate down on the truck, and we're sitting out there talking. And she brings up the story about teaching a class hmm. at a university and it's active listening. I'm like, all right, stop right there. You're not going any farther. You are coming on the show. <laughs> so you're going to have it. Nice. So today I've invited Heather. Mm -hmm. the world knows her as dr heather barton weston Mm. and i tell you every time we do these shows that i always got to put the smartest people in the room yes well today we have one of the smartest people i know in the room with us nice so dr heather barton weston's research interests include motivational changes to healthy behaviors the effectiveness of health interventions effects of service learning and uh, experiential learning among health educators health behaviors within the Hispanic community. So we need to ask her about that, get into, she picks out the Hispanic community. So kind of, that's got my interest. Um, And the use of sustainability as health-based educational intervention. Her backgrounds includes a bachelor's of science in exercise and science from the University of Texas, San Antonio. Um, She's got a master's of art from the University of Texas, San Antonio and a doctor of philosophy from Texas A&M.
2: Wow. That's quite a resume. It's quite a resume, and it goes on. It goes on.
1: She's also um, contributed to numerous publications. She's done a bunch of presentations focusing on behavior change related to exercise, nutrition, sustainability, civic engagement Mm -hmm. through the service learning, is specifically related to Hispanic populations. She's an active member of the American Public Health Association, Mm -hmm. American Alliance for Health, Mm -hmm. Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance, and says something here. And she knows how to boulder. And she's also part of the national association for sport and physical education bouldering national wellness institute american college of sports medicine wow i need a drink of water holy cow physical education and health education texas alliance for health physical education recreation and dance that is an incredible resume bio so with that i want to welcome dr heather to the show
0: Thank you very much. Hi, Hi Heather. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming.
1: So, okay. I don't waste any time. I just get right to the point.
0: Yes, he does.
1: What's your definition of leadership?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I think leadership is almost an undefinable term. It's more in the in, in my in my opinion and perception, it's more of what you do. And, and, and how you engage versus that of what you actually say and or dictate. And I think that's an important part of being a leader. It's, it, it allows for um, relatability, it allows for inclusion and it allows for expression of idea among um, those that you, you encounter and work with.
1: I gotta pick out a piece that that you mm-hmm. just said that I love. And my grandmother always told me, Rich, it's not what you say; it's how you make people feel. And I think that is so incredible because leadership—it goes—it's more about the emotions and the feeling side of it,
2: which is mm. pretty cool. Well, and what I heard as you were saying that, or it just the way it resounded to me is, it's active. It's not a passive. Um, it's not a passive thing that you're doing, right? It is active, and it is changing, it is evolving, and it is what you do. You use the word "do," not what you say.
0: Right, right. and I think I think that in in. It, there's a there's a level of um, I don't know it's almost like a level of attraction for individuals that are leaders for those that are not right because they're they're not so concerned about dictating other people's behaviors but more in line they're they're um, they're carrying themselves and allowing themselves to do the things that other people would like to do and they embrace those other people coming in and that's what really draws people into Um, being around a leader Mm -hmm. and so whether you're thrown into a leadership position or you just happen to be a natural leader um, the reality of the situation is is that it's not so much of what you're saying it's how you carry yourself and how you engage that allows you to be a true leader
1: the other piece Mm -hmm. you just hint hinted at is its inclusion, its belonging,
0: right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, um, and I think again that goes back to the idea that that it's almost like um, an individual that it's a leader, a good leader is is um, puts out this this aura that attracts, right? But they don't shut off when they're the, the people come in. They, it's almost like embracing the fact that they're, they want to be a part of that. And so um, you allow for expression and you allow for contribution, and, and that's where the inclusivity kind of comes in because it allows for you to recognize that by um, you know, engaging with others, you're really just doing nothing more than bringing out the best of yourself. So it's, it's more of a, of a group kind of environment versus that of the individualistic environment. So yeah, leaders are ones that are more in line to um, do versus dictate and tell. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, uh, it's, it's more of a action of leadership you just mentioned it, Brooke. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's don't do what I say, do as I do. And so it's the actual part of, and going back to it again, is the doing. So tie in active listening. What is active listening? What's your definition of active listening?
0: Um, that's a great question. Um, active listening, from my perspective, is being engaged and genuinely hearing and receiving all of the communication that is going on within um, that that particular conversation. And so it's not just being there physically and kind of wandering mentally. Mm-hmm. you are genuinely, Focused on on what's being said and active listening is a skill that Many people don't have right we tend to kind of float around and think and <laughs> yeah. and do and you know, and I and I I, I Do it too, right squirrel um, But uh, the reality is is that you know, it, it's it's a skill that if you can hone in and actually get very good at it um, it, it allows you to um, to be a better person. Yeah um, and 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 to contribute better yep. for those around you can
2: I I'm curious now with this can that skill be learned
0: oh absolutely yeah. um I, it's kind of a running joke I mean I, I, I used to tell my children all the time I'm like you know you can't teach heart and, and you can't teach um, um, dedication but man any other skill you can teach it and learn it okay so yeah if you're willing to learn it and you have mm-hmm. the desire to learn it yeah absolutely it's a, it's a learnable skill and okay. I
1: believe from the schooling I've gone through and the books I've read mm-hmm. that you can learn leadership and listening is a part of leadership. Absolutely. It, you and I have talked about this in the past, Brooke, um, my why statement, to learn, to grow, to lead, create a world of dignity. Yes. And I I didn't come across that right away. I mean, right. I stumbled in one of the first days of class, actually the very first class last day we had to do a presentation and then we said, all right, for the rest of the master's program, what is it you want to work on? And I mentioned two things I want to work on, listening and creative thinking, mm-hmm. or critical thinking, not creative, I can think creatively, no I can't. Um, I, but how to think critically, and then as we went on, I discovered you know, my why statement, mm-hmm. and when you get to the end, so you gotta learn, so to learn you gotta listen, right, and then you grow, so you gotta go out and you gotta do, and you're gonna make mistakes, so then you come back and you start doing them, okay. and then once you do that, you kinda go through the cycle and you continue to grow, and now you can lead, but what changed everything for me was mm-hmm. dignity. Hmm because you've got to listen to them. You've got to understand them. And it opened up my mind to critical thinking to actually go, wait a second, and you touched on this in your definition, okay, now I'm starting, I can't say I understand you or oh yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. No, I don't know how you feel. I'm never going to know how you feel, but I can get as close as I possibly can, walk next to you and try to identify and say, okay, that must have really been an incredible experience or that must have been a horrible experience. Tell me some more, how did it make you feel? To, you know, Give me that information. Yep. And now you've crossed that line you start going to active yep. listening, I think. But you're the expert, so you're here to help us.
0: Yeah, so you're kind. I mean, you're you're pretty much on point when you talk about that opportunity, and and yes, dignity is given, um, but it's not just dignity; it's respect. Um, you're giving the speaker the respect that that they uh, that you've engaged in, right? You you're sitting there having a conversation. With someone, so it's 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 a social interaction that you you should you should give respect to and time to. Um, so yes, that does give dignity. Um, I think more importantly, when we do active listening, I think what we're really looking at is is our ability to truly comprehend. And if we don't be able to be um, um, open and honest, right? Here comes that relatability piece um, to say or ask. Well, what what do you mean by that? Um, we're too as a society we move too fast nowadays right and we we're too busy talking or we're too busy on our phones and um, you know in reality when it's all said and done we don't have that opportunity to really get clarification we don't have opportunity to learn Um, and we don't have opportunity to truly have that deep connection with the other person that we're having a conversation with so that's where active listening becomes extremely important
1: yeah, that's good. And just for every our audience out there listening, you suggested that we read, the Art of Active Listening by Richard Banks. So if you're on if you're on uh, YouTube, here's a copy. I think it can show up on there. It's a great book. I read it by the way. And you've actually sent me five steps that uh, for active listening that you wanted to break down. And this this book is based on ten. And you and I had a conversation mm. on that. Like ten, come on. How do we? For us Reds who are super short, you know, we want to get to the point. You've got it down to five, right?
0: Yeah. So um, Banks does an amazing job on the 10 steps. Um, He also does a great job in the read of giving examples of how to work towards those steps. Um, But in my field of public health and community health, we don't have... Um, that much time when we are working with with clients right and so I teach I teach my students or my future students that will be working with clients there are five things that you should do
1: so hang on right there before you get to the five I know you're ready to jump in but what I want to cover before you get there is we went through your bio and it's Mm -hmm. all about um, it's it doesn't have anything to do with active listening no so how did you get to this space where you're teaching active listening? Because you told me this story one other time, and it's awesome.
0: Yeah, so um, I actually uh, specialize in public and community health, and part of where the research end of it comes in is is that I develop and um, um, implement health promotion programs. And that means that those programs have to go out into community members. But you can't just go out into the community and tell people, right, this is what you're going to do because it's good for you. Um, you have to genuinely know what is it you want. Because in my world, health promotion, um, you're not going to get people to engage in the program if it's not something that they want. So you have to go out and have conversations. You have to find out what they need. Where, what, you know, where's, what do they have and how can we better that and that's where active listening comes into play because um, you're asking people to open up on intimate information on health right Um, and and give you all this information to almost a complete stranger and so you have to build a relationship and that building comes with conversations and talking and giving respect and listening and if you don't listen then we really can't ask deeper questions for us to be able to go deeper into what their needs are. Yeah. So that's how I got there.
2: So within your bio too, you had two different references to the Hispanic community yes, I and do. within community health, tell me more about that. Like why specifically that, that uh, group of, of people?
0: Um, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, the university that I work at is a Hispanic-serving institution. Um, 75% of my student body that I have, including those that will be working in the field of community mm-hmm. and public health, are Hispanic. Nice. But on top of that, um, I am also Hispanic. So my running joke from the time I was really little is, is I'm a mutt right? So I was blended before blended was blended. Um, You're cool, my, you were
1: cool before it was time to be yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I kind of own that. So when they ask, um, what is blended? I'm like, it's me. I That's what I have, right? And so um, my mom's side of the family is Hispanic. My dad was Caucasian, and I identify with my mother's side. And so mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something that's important to me Mm -hmm. because I have seen the destruction of much of what the traditional culture Mm. of the Hispanic, um, behaviors and community has as far as their health goes. Um, my grandmother and herself, she had type two diabetes Mm. from the time she was about 45. So it's, it's, it's personal and it's, it's close to home. And, and that's why I've, I've chosen to work with, I I go back to my roots. I've chosen to work with my community members. Neat. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's a that. great question. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was pretty awesome. Yeah, That's good. That was good. Yes. So are you ready to start diving into your steps?
0: Yeah. So, so I, what's I your mean, number
1: one? What's your number one?
0: Okay. So, um, and I know when I sent you these steps, I told you, I was like, man, don't judge me. And you started laughing. You're like, no. I work with 19 to 20 year olds in a classroom that are going to work with community members. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, they're typical. Teenage yeah. kids, they're on the phone, they're disconnected. It's a skill you're asking them to learn that most adults don't know how to use and learn. So I typically use terms to catch their attention. So the first thing I tell them to do, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. Oh, that's too so and, yeah. and
1: you and I talked about this on another podcast. i we going to bring it up again. Spell silent with different letters. What's it spell? Or use the same letters or just rearrange them.
2: Listen. Exactly.
1: So if you're not silent, you can't That's listen. right.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. I have to tell you, when I say that in the classroom, it's almost like, who's she talking to? Everybody looks up and, and it really, <laughs> the terminology is there yes. to get their attention, right? Yep. right. The idea here is, is that when your first step should really just be, just be quiet. Mm-hmm. Just be quiet and, and, and move into that second step that I like to talk about. And that's being engaged and focused both mentally and physically. Hmm. Be in the moment.
1: Yeah, you got to be present yeah and that's that's difficult for everybody because there's so many distractions and you talked about it a second ago is having your you know your phone put your phone Mm -hmm. down um the cool thing about the podcast i have to put my phone down so i can't do it but i'm very guilty of that where somebody will start a conversation that doesn't pertain to me or it's not about me or it's not one of my interests and, you know, we had a table of six, eight, whatever. And all next thing you know, I'm you know checking football scores. I'm checking basketball scores. I'm looking at my Facebook page. Hey, did anybody like our recent posts? And I'm out there and I'm totally unengaged. And I have to, like, right? say, so you're not paying attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just about the embarrassing part for yourself. Um, you have to put yourself in the speaker's shoes, right? Um, if you are having a conversation with somebody and you are looking at them and you're speaking and then all of a sudden they disengage and they turn away from you and they go to the computer or they, they pick up their cell phone or um, maybe it's something as random as somebody else walking by. Mm-hmm. Right. And they've disengaged what you, what you've just given to speaker not as important to what's going on over here exactly. and that's a problem mm-hmm. um because that message can be hurtful to the speaker and i don't know if you've ever had this happen to you but um you know, all of a sudden the speaker just stops you shut down and they, and you go oh i'm sorry what were you what were you saying and the speaker goes oh nothing don't worry about it
1: yeah because you've thrown them right. off yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah it's over them there's moment, a wall that's been built right exactly yeah, yeah you've hurt them that's yeah. that's 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 where the respect and the dignity That you spoke of earlier kind of (laughs) comes from yeah so
1: i actually stumbled on that it was a little bit a little stroke of genius but But. it's helped me you know the the dignity part you know to learn to grow to lead and create a Mm -hmm. world of dignity which we've translated in the motto of dignity leadership and it's it's taken me to a different level and i'm probably my own worst critic and and you've told me this before too brooke so you don't hurt my feelings you said rich you're not listening but i have to really focus and pay attention and we talked about it in the very, very first podcast over a year ago. And it was talking about the different personality traits. And I'm a red. And we, at that one, we identified I was blue. But as we went through mm. the pandemic, you start changing. All my red mm-hmm. started coming out. And now that I'm working for myself, it's even come out way, way more. And it's like, be bright, be brief, be gone. That's the motto for yep. a red. So I struggle with paying attention because I'm ready to move on to the next thing. And that kind of leads to another question I want to ask you and how it fits in here before we get to your next three is I believe that speaking engagements, communication, the powers in the listener. Because if I'm talking to you and you're not listening to me, it's not communication, right? I can send you an email if you don't read it. Is that communication?
0: Okay, so it's so funny you said that. Um, and we've had this conversation before, because I... I don't remember. What? Yeah, huh? I'm a red, what? too, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm also a red. And the funny part about this is is that, um, you know, and, and you asked, can the skill be learned? Yeah. It was one that took some time, and I had mm-hmm. to be very focused on my own behaviors, which, by the way, self-reflection is probably one of the hardest things to do. But if you can imagine two computers talking, to one another, right? And then all of a sudden, the internet disconnects. Now that communication chain mm. is over. Yeah. Well, that's no different than you and I having a conversation. Mm. If I'm looking at you, because this is com- physical communication, yep. and then I'm having an auditory component, which is the, the, uh, the communication spoken, or with our hands, whatever, yeah. um, that's one chain, right? But for it to be returned, you have to stay engaged. Mm-hmm. At some point, if you stop listening, the internet is gone and then is no longer communicating. So So yeah.
1: I, I just figured I just learned something about myself. You helped me. My upload speed is way faster than my download speed. <laughs> <laughs> If always <laughs> like trying to talk to me it's like wait a second it just the modem just oh timed goodness. out i'm uploading some more stuff so you're gonna have to wait till i'm done see i just did it right there i just hijacked the conversation upload speed
0: and you weren't actively listening because you're too busy thinking about what was going on in your mind i was instead of what i was saying but you see the, there's this really neat thing Busted. no it's called it's called a
1: podcast and i got to keep the show going
0: <laughs> and,
1: and here's what i'm thinking while you were saying that i'm like going okay this is going to be a struggle for me today this is where my head was before we came in to record and do the show, is how am I gonna active listening? Because I gotta keep things going, I gotta keep the show on track, and I've got, we've got an agenda to do, right? Because Mr. Kevin E, the podcast producer, the Monster Millennial over there, is gonna charge me by the minute, and if I go two hours, he's like thinking, yes, yes, and I'm going, no, no. (laughs) So we we got stuff to do. So with that, what well, we're a half an hour into the show. We've only covered two points Correct. so far. So we probably better keep on moving, right?
2: <laughs> um, yeah. No,
1: so no, just th- split it up in two.
0: <laughs> split it
2: in two shows.
1: Oh, no, but we, do you have a comment?
2: Well, I was thinking, okay, so there are the two parts of listening that are key, right? I think we often, and I think that's what's been happening. You're saying, what? I am listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait, is
2: this thing on? <laughs> Excuse me, what? Um, we listen to respond. We want to know. We, you know. Okay. Wait. You said that. All right. I got that. I'm gonna. We listen to you, react. You keep, we listen to react. We're reacting and yes. responding, right? Yeah. But are we engaging? And are we understanding? Because yeah. that's that's the other side of that coin, right?
0: Okay. So that's. I'm so glad you said that. We we're not supposed to listen to respond, right? We're supposed to be listening. To connect, Mm. and to connect, you have to be engaged and 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 open yourself to embracing Mm -hmm. different emotions and feelings that the other person is providing you as part of that, right? And so, this is where you kind of. And you'll hear banks have an entire step on this on empathy Um, and that's kind of part of my step number two right where I'm like you have to be focused and open both mentally and physically so all of it has to be it's a connection it's so it's not about responding back it's about building that connection and that's really at the end of the day what communication is about because um, you know we're 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 social creatures and that socialization um, gets disrupted when we do not effectively communicate. And so, really, yeah. communication is about connection, and listening is about connecting.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's get let's stay on track. So let's get your your third bullet point or your third point so the first one was shut up the second one Correct. is engage and focus mentally and Correct. physically number three
0: so number three is um, and you can do this any way you want to but as soon as this the the communication has stopped from the sender or whoever you're speaking with um, reword it and make sure you understand you know ask it ask yeah is let me make sure I understand where you're coming from. Um, a lot of times we are so lost in our own heads, kind of like what you just did a minute ago, right? <laughs> um, you're, we're so lost in our own heads. The message itself yeah. may not have come across... To the receiver correctly and you want to ensure that you've gotten that now you don't want to ask them every time you know let me make sure I got that because now you're gonna sound like a broken record it should be a conversational sure. piece but the reality is is that you should almost reiterate and and it's all and in addition to that it's actually you providing them feedback this again here comes the empathy and connection mm-hmm. hey I heard you let me just make sure I've got this right yeah. and and allow them to speak Mm-hmm. On how you have just responded.
1: So what? Hap- which goes to
0: four, which is shut up again. Shut up.
1: <laughs> you are red. You're yes. already on number four.
0: Yes, but three and four should go kind of simultaneously, right? So okay. give it to them and then shut up. So
1: shut up and let me reply to that. Okay, yeah. that's number four. Let it's my turn. <laughs> um, and now you've gotten me all off track. But we're so we're talking about. <laughs> see, now you've got me flustered. It's not I'm good. So you can't. You can't, uh-huh. make, you can't. What I was going to talk about is is what if the person repeats it back to you, says back what they heard, so they translate Mm. it, they interpret it, but it's not what you intended. It's not what you meant. You're like, whoa, what do you, I mean. That's a good question. That's yeah. a great
0: question, but you mm-hmm. know what? You, you're, you okay, again, the idea here is to connect, and it's a respect thing. You've given me the opportunity now to ensure you do understand, and that's, that's a gift. I mean, most people will run off and not yep. think anything of yep. it and be like, well, I I'm hope done. they got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, thanks, right? And you may disconnect and may never even hear from each other again or whatever the case may be, but for you to take the time to ask me that shows you are genuinely vested you you care and that's a gift to me as the as the person having that conversation and allows me the opportunity to say yeah you got what i've said or actually mm, no that's not quite what i meant by that and then to articulate the clarification for you
1: yeah cuz yeah. I, I think when we communicate a lot of times yeah. is we get into the jargon or we we make assumptions that somebody else is going to know what we're talking about and it goes on and next thing you know it's like you're not even on the same same wavelength you're not even on the same page and then you've got to ask for that clarity and get on that same page
0: yeah and see actually that's a differentiation on the listener the listener takes them to a different level of what the speaker actually said right and so you're almost projecting or futuristically thinking where that's going Mm. instead of staying engaged in active listening Um, but that's Mm -hmm. why you have to be careful the active listening is in the moment Mm. and you can't forward think what you're going to presume they're going to say and go with it which is why it's a gift to get it back when you've heard it and then you reiterate it to make sure
1: which also goes back in our little active listening loop to the beginning when you said people just wait to respond because I'm anticipating what you're going to say, right. and so I've shut down my listening, and now I'm like my brain's going, I know where she's going with this. I'm yep. going to jump in and answer, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're like, yeah. and then people wonder how they become so disengaged or so disassociated.
2: And why does that happen so much? I'm just curious if you've done any studying just of human nature in that sense with with what you've done. Why do we? jump? Why do we interrupt so often? Because I, th- I see that as being more of the norm than the not, just in general.
0: Right. And so uh, personally, no, I've not done any research on that particular topic. There is a lot of research out there in psychology in relation to that. Mm-hmm. But let's just be real honest. Um, you know, from a social paradigm component, we as individuals feel like we have to to be speaking, right? That silence is an uncomfortable silence yeah. when it's really not. We feel like we have to be speaking for the mm-hmm. other person yeah. to feel like I'm engaged. Hmm. And it's it's more of a social kind of cultural expectation. Hmm. When in really when in reality what we've not recognized is the person you're having the conversation with um, feels you know minimalized when you cut them off or when you're you're throwing in your two bits, but you've not allowed them the opportunity to say what was on their mind and and that that keeps them from being able to share hmm. and that's where that connection again comes back into, into yeah. play yeah
1: so we're speaking with dr Heather. <laughs> and for our listeners, look, I'm going to tell you, stuff- I told
0: you this a little while ago. You don't have to call me Dr. Heather. I did not <laughs> get my PhD to be called doctor anyway. Dr. Yeah, so Heather. you don't have to call me that. You can just call me Heather. Or you can call me like my students call me BW. BW. Yeah, BW. I get that a Are lot. You? Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: I just call you the big H.
0: There you go, okay. that too, yeah. So
1: anyway, we're talking about active listening, and the book that you have your, your topics are loosely based on are The Art of Active Listening by Richard
0: Banks. Right.
1: So we've covered what? We've covered four so far, right? Of uh, mine. We've covered, yes. Four, we've covered right. four years. There's 10 in the book. So if you right. want to learn more and you want to go out and nerd out with us, you can go read this book. Uh-huh. Otherwise, just keep hitting rewind on this podcast and hit like. And then find us on all of the social media platforms and say, you guys are awesome. Because that really helps our algorithms go up. But anyway, so we've gotten four so far. Shut up number one number two is engage and focus mentally and physically you know i want to talk about the physically thing so here we go getting off
2: wait go through all four and then come back because i want to hear all four again kind of okay
1: so shut up is number one engage and focus both mentally Mm -hmm. and physically is number two number three ensure you understand what the individual has stated repeat the question okay number four is shut Shut up up. let (laughs) them respond
2: so i'm gonna shut up and let you go back to number two
1: number two (laughs) oh physically so when you look at somebody and I'm mm-hmm. guilty of this. And every human being does it whether they want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. We make judgments within a couple mm-hmm. of seconds. So mm-hmm. when you talk about communication, there is a, an eye, a physical. And it's like, oh, you're wearing polka dots today. Oh, she must be very, very smart because she's in polka dots. This guy wearing the hat on a podcast, he's a leader. He's, there's no way he can be smart because he's wearing a baseball hat. You can't do that. People make those stereotypes. So that's another part of the communication piece mm-hmm. that comes in is when you walk in People have already made judgments about you before you even open your mouth and say anything.
0: Yeah, and you should know that comes across to the sender, right? So yes. mm-hmm. the physical communication is just as important as mm-hmm. the verbal communication. Mm-hmm. Um, if you sit with your arms crossed, the message is is you are not open to hearing yeah. whatever's going on. Yep. Um, if you are looking down, you're not really looking and engaging with mm-hmm. the person, right? Yes. Um, and or you know what? Here's one for you. You're let. Like, where we first met, right? We're all hanging out and we're visiting in a bar. Well, had I not been looking at you talking in the group, you and I would have not had conversation Correct. and engaged, right? Yep. Had I had been looking around the room, mm-hmm. that friendship would not have been been able to build and then yes. the networking for business yeah. couldn't have built. And that's part of that communication. So that's just as important as mm-hmm. the verbal.
1: And I mentioned it in the start of the show today and we talked about it in the very first episode of this year and that was that friendship circle mm-hmm. that we're building. I've noticed that my friendships have become stronger and more powerful because I'm I'm still not a great listener. I'm a better listener, and I continue to work on it, but now I can start to do those things. And I'll guarantee you, Heather, had you met me two years prior to when you did we would not be sitting in this room right now having this conversation <laughs> same with you brooke it wouldn't happen yeah because yeah. i wouldn't have i would have already had my stereotypes and all my mm-hmm. biases and everything's like all right you're not my type i'm not going to listen to you i'm not going to go on instead i've changed my focus as an individual and it's like you know what this is an opportunity for learning so it goes back to learning to grow to lead create a world dignity. i'm learning from people
2: mm-hmm. you know i was just thinking of too to just kind of wrap up this point with both of y'all's but Body language is key. I, I, when I was managing this huge department in a nonprofit healthcare system, what I told my team over and over and over again was look at them in the eye. Mm-hmm. Look at whoever you're speaking to in the eye and smile with your eyes and everything else. So here's the thing, post-pandemic, this world that we're in, or current pandemic, I think I, I go back and forth on that all the time. Where are we? Who knows? I don't, knows? We're I don't like
1: know. It. We're still in the woods.
2: Well, but can you learn to smile with your eyes now? Because now, this is missing, right? Yeah. But can we still engage? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. There, there's, there's something huge and, about that in building relationships and communication. It's key. And well, Heather, it's a key. And
1: Heather mentioned that a minute ago, her and I... Yeah. met each other by eye contact. Yep. It wasn't, she didn't bump into me, I didn't, mm-hmm. it was like intentional, like eyes locked or like, the yes. well, cow, what can I learn from her and vice versa? But we're getting close, so we've got a few minutes,
0: we're getting close. we got to get
1: to number, number five. five. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and number five is before you respond, take a few minutes to reflect mm. and think about the message that you just received. Um, too That's many four. times we just, right? And mm-hmm. we just say something um but when you say something you want to make sure you say it with purpose and the reason that becomes important is is because then your message is powerful Hmm. um you know like i said i think it's a social thing we feel like we have to talk all the time um we don't that's Mm -mm. the reality i tell my students all the time i'm like if you ask a question um, and you start to feel that uncomfortable silence the trick of the trade is is grab your water bottle and take, take a, a drink, drink. Mm-hmm. right? Don't say anything. Yes. It's okay. We don't have to speak mm-hmm. all the time and put some our contribution in.
1: The so silence, my- silence is
0: golden. Well, what the beauty of the pause? That is a
2: that is a nugget right there. We could we need to have another podcast and just talk about that piece right there because it's an art. I mean, it's it, that is a skill in itself. But that that is not done normally. That that is uncomfortable. That is awkward there is this space now that must be filled with noise think about our world we have the tv on all the time we've got the radio some people have both going on or they have a tv in every room right god forbid all four football games aren't on all at the same time mm-hmm. but <laughs> um but it's true i like listening to music but i'll have like on a spanish channel in one room i'll have on a country music one on the other it's nuts but i like the noise we're more comfortable with noise than we are with silence
0: yeah, and the reality is, is what you're doing really, then is, is you are silencing your thoughts. Yes, right. And, and the purpose of the reflection is to hear those thoughts. And it's not just from an intellectual piece of it. It's also from an emotional piece. Mm. Um, you embrace all of that. And that allows you to effectively give back to the person that was originally having the conversation with you, you then can engage you're then connected. And that's what you really need to do, and that's the purpose of the reflection. And it's so funny. You said we need to do a podcast on that. Yeah. You, should, you should ask some of your friends, mm. what is reflection? And you'll be surprised. Many of them are like, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> right? But the idea here is is that yeah. it's the time, it's the pause, it's yeah. the quiet, it's the silence. Let yourself hear yeah. how you feel and think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's Isn't reflection what I see in the mirror every day when I No, get... not really.
0: <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> yeah. not, not really. <laughs>
1: That's sheer beauty. That's what you're saying. So when I see myself in the... Gorgeous. Gorgeous. (laughs) And and we always talk about this, right? And we're supposed to be humble as leaders. And here comes my ego just right in. It's all about me. (laughs) It's me, 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 me. All right. So for our listeners, let's go back real quick. Just the five. Um, Number one, shut up. Two is engage both mentally and physically. Three, and engage doesn't mean go get hooked up, right? No. No, stay (laughs) three. (laughs) Number three, uh, ensure you understand what the individual has stated or said to you. So repeat the question back to them. And it's probably a little annoying if you repeat it back exactly. Yeah,
0: I mean, you want to have a conversation about it, but make sure you clarify what you have heard.
1: And then shut up. Yeah. And let them clarify. Right?
0: yeah the idea here is is a lot of times what will happen is, is and especially like in my field you know the more information I know about this person and their health and their needs the more I can provide solutions if I am constantly talking that deeper information I'm needing will never surface so and and again I use the term shut up to get attention when I'm teaching but the reality is is that you know just just stop yeah. and let them speak
1: yeah. and then the last one is reflect before you respond
0: right reflect yes there's a lot of it, it's funny because um you said the pausing yeah. there's a lot of pausing you know you're gonna have to yeah. slow yourself down and as a red person you know you're constantly wanting to go i'm constantly wanting to go it's it's mm-hmm. a struggle to slow down so yeah
1: It's okay, slow down. It's okay, slow down. All right, Mm -hmm. so we got to wind this down. We're gonna come into the last fifteen minutes of this show, so we're gonna go through my favorite part, the why statement. So I'm gonna ask you one last question: Would you like to stay for the conclusion as we talk about what we've learned and how we're gonna use this, or do you wanna just wanna we'll just cut off the mic, hot mic gone your call
0: no I'm absolutely willing to stay oh, I'd love sweet. to hear what you've learned from this conversation sweet.
1: I love it we can do this to guess we just put them on the spot right there all right oh
0: wait you didn't got say that right hold guess. on a second that's not fair no it is fair it's you my say it's, you're putting it's, me on the spot it,
1: it, it you got spots on your shirt so I'm putting you on the spot all, right, all, right, all, right. all right, it's deal. deal. all right so, Kevin E., I hope you've been paying attention for this prior 45 Kevin minutes. Kevin E. is oh, always
2: have. listening.
3: <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, he as is. a red, I, I struggle with the exact same thing Rista, so. Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, but so maybe this not. being in position, I'm mm-hmm. forced
3: to listen a lot, you know? No, and
1: you got—you have the perfect radio voice. Sound oh, voice, thank so you. Yes, we got to have that. that right.
3: I'm a radio performer by trade, I suppose.
1: So, I'm going to pick on Mr. Kevin E. first. Oh, great. So, what'd you learn today?
3: Um, shut up. First <laughs> Everybody's going to like that Take one. Take away.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, well, something, I, I actually had more of a question, kind of. Well, let's hear because it. I feel like in my professional life, I've sort of learned to kind of stop and listen a little bit. But in my personal life, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. my wife accuses me of this all the time. She's like, you're always talking, like, you interrupt a lot. And I'm like, I, I don't know how you sort of implement those, like the professional skills, into personal life, you know? I'm working on it. I really am. But it seems easier to do it when it's professionally.
0: Yeah, so we, we tend to be much more comfortable around those that we know personally, right? And so we allow ourselves to kind of just loosen up. The reality, though, is, is that, you know, those relationships that are personal they're no less important. In fact, they're more important than those that are considered a professional. And so when you're in that type of situation and you're having conversations with, with people who are close to you, this is the opportunity that you can now um, put some of these like skills into play. And if they're right. not doing it, Like your wife um, Mm -hmm. calls you out, yeah. You know, tell her thank you. Oh, definitely. Thank you. I'm I'm glad. Yeah, because then I'm like, I hope
3: I'm not doing this with other people.
0: You know, and that's great. That's where you want to go. Um, because that allows you to learn the skill, right? Mm-hmm. And you're more comfortable hearing it from somebody that's close to you. And trust me, she's okay with telling you. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah, so she has no problem saying it. Um,
3: and she th- says I've gotten better at it. She, Look, I just did it right there.
0: Positive though. Yep. That's a positive. She's giving me positive reinforcement. True. So you know what? You need to continue doing that for her. Mm-hmm. But then
3: when I've had a couple of cocktails, she says it comes right back. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't help you with the. I can't help you with that one. Yeah, that's a totally different conversation. <laughs> and, you know, and,
3: and then going
1: back to my undergrad in sociology, and I don't remember the the philosopher theorist that came up with it, but there is a theory out there about the front stage backstage. So when we're at home and living in our Mm -hmm. houses, we're Mm -hmm. backstage, we let down our guard and we start becoming who we really are. And then we go into the workplace and like leaders will do this, they'll show up as somebody else that they think they're supposed to be and we do it as human beings. You go to the store and you interact with strangers, well, I've gotta be respectful, I gotta do this. Mm -hmm. But when we go home with the people we love and spend the time with, we sometimes become the cruelest people on earth. That is so
3: true. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's hard. So. And I've even had somebody ask me, I got a DM on one of our social media platforms said, do you do uh, couples counseling? No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm strictly into leadership because that's a stage and I got it set up. I'm not going to, I can't, I can't do it. But it is, it's very similar. And a little teaser for future show coming up, we are Mm -hmm. bringing on a mental health uh, counselor who helps with uh, mental health issues and couples counseling, different stuff. It's going to be, it's going to rock. All right. So So what did you learn? I learned that I could, i gotta shut up i think the me too the other piece is is i've got to stay
3: engaged mm. and
1: where i start wandering and i mean mm-hmm. she she mm-hmm. made me uh she humbled me a little bit
3: I, i'm embarrassed to say that during this episode i, I noticed myself doing it just in my head mm-hmm. even though i'm not talking like i'm chomping at the bit like to interject with something you know, i'm like no i need to be listening yeah
1: no it happens it happens to all of us it's a tough deal so brooke what'd you learn
2: um you know i don't i think the engagement part is always something that I can improve, anyone can improve on. Uh, I think my personality is very strong, yellow and red, but that yellow comes out. And I, I love engaging and listening and everything, but I want to respond because I want, I, I think in my mind, if I respond and I'm positive, I'm engaging with you, but it's that listening piece and the pause. That, that's what my takeaway is right now. I can still engage, but have really processed and listened and reflected so that my responses actually are more in line with the conversation itself not yeah. what i want to bring to the table yeah. but what is that person that's talking what do they really want to say well you, know?
1: I, I, yeah. you just triggered something for what? me and and here i go again interjecting it's when you when you start to respond mm-hmm instead of just waiting you try to direct the conversation to a way where you feel more comfortable because somebody so there's my learning moment i got to learn to to stay uncomfortable with the conversation to make it through it so i don't make the other person feel like they're the idiot no i'm the idiot because i'm not listening
2: do you know what happens a lot too in that sense we flip the conversation and it becomes about ourselves. Yes,
1: we hijack it. I was
2: thinking about that when we've done, we've done so many of these like social hours, right? With with the Chamber of Commerce um, in the city that we're in. And I listen to these conversations and it's everyone trying to talk about who they are. And I always, I'm listening going, if we only asked more about the other person, you know, like there's something about that. Because even if, we are asking, we first want them to know who we are, you know, yeah. or how great I am. Or, there is, there is a discomfort in and in also not knowing sometimes, right? And so we feel like we need to come at it strong. Like, well, at least I'm, I'm an expert in X, Y, and Z. So I've got this, I've got this golden ticker right here. Mm-hmm. The, there's no need for it.
1: I, mean, I always want to project myself on somebody. Say, mm-hmm. hey, look at me, look how good I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me a long time and it's taken some uh, humility but when I make the conversation about you and don't talk about me and I walk away and leave, it's more powerful than if I flip the script because otherwise you're like, oh, that guy just walked all over me. When I walk away and people go, wow, that guy's, you know, he's really interesting. What do you say? Nothing. He listened to me the whole time. It's mm-hmm. like dang snap all
3: right that's funny though rich that actually reminds me of a, a saying that my dad implemented in my head growing up he said if you want to be interesting be interested huh. i'm like hey cool. i like
1: that I like that's a that quote write yeah. that so repeat that one more time if you if you want to be interesting be interested dang there it is that's we had we waited 52 minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds for you to bring that onto the show today kevin <laughs> Sorry. it just that's, clicked on that that my was head powerful. all right so we got to ask you cuz i've asked everybody else what have you learned so far today
0: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I've learned that, um, you know, there there are a lot of people, including my friends, that have amazing skills. But I also know, myself included, we can all better ourselves from one form or another. There's we have a- to be open to betterment.
1: There's always room for growth, isn't
0: there? Yeah, yeah. And the- I will tell you, I'm going to just pop one little thing in. The reason why they they walk away feeling great after you've left and you've listened is because you allow them to talk about their favorite thing
2: themselves mm. yeah you're right that yes. is so true yes, yes.
0: all right yeah. mic
1: drop mic drop thank you all right so we have got to move on to, this, to part number two here how you want to go first again kevin
3: sure man i'm always good for getting yes you're
1: good we yeah, <laughs> we got to go right to you you're like our punching bag
3: <laughs> happy how, to be here happy how, to be.
1: how are you going to use this information what you learned today to improve your opportunities
3: oh um let's see uh first off I will not be so enthusiastic about talking about myself when meeting someone like at this social type thing. And for a while, that was kind of like my defense mechanism was just ask questions, ask questions, ask questions, which is kind of okay. But now I've learned that there's sort of a, a balance that you can use that works for both people, you know, and and that's what I'm going to try to do. That's awesome. Professionally. Ms. Coleman in the corner.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's going to go back to the pause, but i think there's an opportunity today and we're going to be with a group of people all day long and, and so it gives a great opportunity and, and what's going to happen
1: if we all start listening i
2: was about to say there are very few <laughs> non-talkers i can think of one in the entire group that might be listening that's, the that's rest the one, of us all want to talk
1: that's only because he's sitting in the room right now he doesn't have a microphone <laughs> or and we told him, we told him when so, we
2: walked in so. shut up
3: yeah he's unarmed
2: I I actually want to walk away from this weekend and I always do learning something. But learning something about someone because they've had the opportunity to share something that they wouldn't unless there's space. That's what
3: I was trying to say. What Burke just said. That yeah. she summed it up better than me. Okay. No, it was both good.
1: Heather. What are you gonna how are you gonna use this new knowledge that you've just learned today? Going out in the world.
0: Um I'm going to use it to be more patient. Mm. Um, I I think one of the things that um, I I struggle with is um, recognizing that we are all working to better ourselves. And I need to be patient with the fact that they're working on it too, Um, not just me. So Mm. I I need patience.
1: Dang. Yeah, that's good. Don't ask me what I'm going to do. Then, <laughs> what are you yeah, going you have to, to answer do, Rich? Too. I do. Yeah. I, I do. It's my what show. Your oh, this show, isn't so. fair. <laughs> it's Brooke's show. I just gave it to her, so I have to answer. Um, <laughs> how am I going to use this information? I think it's, it's as I continue to grow my business hmm. and people ask me you know, for help, mm-hmm. I want to jump in and start mm-hmm. helping. And you know this. We've talked about it. Yeah. I'm a fixer. I want to start fixing before I even have the full problem. Right. So the patience and the listening and understanding just have to learn to keep asking more questions and just say, look, sh- shut up. So I'm going to go back to that piece. Shut up. All right. So last question before we finish. Kevin E. Yeah. Who's your accountability partner on this project? Who's going who's to hold you accountable to make sure you become a better listener, a better active listener?
3: All right. Well, um, I would say my wife, but I've already kind of used that one, and it's you know too personal. So, um, also, if if you notice on my last response, I utilized a perfect pause. I know Brick noticed that. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. I did that just for you.
2: Beautiful.
3: Well, if you if it's all right with you, I'd like you to do it, Rich. Absolutely, I'd be honored. Well, thank you.
1: All right. So now I'm gonna I'm just gonna jump ahead. So you're gonna be my accountability partner as well, and so are you. Perfect. Um, and Heather, what, you know what? I'm gonna make you all be my accountability partner because I, I don't believe there can be too many. So you three are gonna help me become a better listener because you're all in my circle in awesome. different ways. Um, and we talked about this earlier. As we build our friendship, um, it's mm-hmm. no longer Kevin and I, Brooke and I, Heather and I. It's it's you can't in Texas. overload. <laughs> How do you say it in Texas? Y'all y'alls. It's y'all y'alls. It's all, all y'all. It's all y'all. It's all you circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So who's next? Who's gonna Brooke? Who's your accountability partner?
2: Um, yeah, I was thinking about that as you were asking. I. I actually think for me and for this to be important it needs to be somebody who is a listener who is probably more introverted than I am probably uh, more green if we're talking about our, our disk profiles there yep. um, but that's that knows me well enough and is willing to call me up so I have I have two people in mind they're dear friends almost you know family friends um, that I'm gonna reach out to awesome yeah
1: all right so we're gonna we gonna come back and we're gonna have to ask you. On our next show, how that's going, Mm -hmm. Just to make sure we hold you accountable, because you're not using one of us, Heather. (laughs) Who's your accountability partner?
0: Um, Actually, I have two, and um, if patience is what I need to um, work on, then both of my children Mm. will continue to push me far enough to really work on my patience. So, my kids. So
1: you know, (laughs) you know, I like to push buttons. You know, I can push you a little bit. Mm -hmm. How are you going to? So you got to get this message to your kids, correct? So they can hold it. How are you? How are you going to do that? How are you going to deliver the message?
0: um i'm just gonna sit down and i'm gonna have a conversation with them and tell them i need your help
1: awesome Mm -hmm. that's good you know that's taking a humble route yeah will you do me a favor will you will you let me know how it it turns out
0: absolutely i bet
1: you i bet you money you're gonna have a flood of emotions go through you because i bet you they're gonna listen to you because you're gonna grab their attention Mm -hmm. they'll listen to you and they want to help you become a better mother
0: yeah, and I think they're gonna take pride in telling me I'm not being patient. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be well. What they happens. get the
1: opportunity to tell you you're wrong. That's yeah, what that's, they're looking that's, for. That's
0: that's gonna be very humbling for me. But yeah, they're gonna have that too, and they're gonna love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so we're down to the end of the show. So let's wind this bad boy down. What have we got going on, Brooke?
2: Just want to say thank you for joining us today on our leadership journey.
1: If you're looking for more leadership guidance, please reach out to us and give us a follow on your favorite social media platform, dignity-leadership.com on the World Wide Web.